mapping out the effects of COVID-19 on startup ecosystems, and Egypt registered a drop in private sector activity. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I'm with Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at with Adong. The Global Startup Ecosystem Report by Startup Genome says globally, while startups are creating $3 trillion in value, all is not well. Inclusion remains a challenge with only 14.1% of startup firms owned by women and 74% of the value produced by startups is concentrated in 10 of the biggest global cities. COVID-19, according to this report, wrecked havoc in two major domains, demand from consumers, which hit an all-time ha- and which hit an all-time low and demand for capital remained high while its supply was not in abundance. This saw 60% of startups lay off staff. Arthur Mukembo, team lead at Future Lab Studios, joins us for this episode to illuminate the changes in the ecosystems that are a product of the pandemic. The startup ecosystem moves in tandem with where the startup environment is, right? So we're in a post-COVID world. There's this whole talk of new normal and whatnot. So some of the things that startups need to thrive today may not necessarily be the same as they were last year or the year before. For example, today there's this whole idea of remote fast startups. You don't need an office. You don't need a physical presence for you to thrive as a startup. There's ideas like Web3 and uh, distributed autonomous organizations and what that's entailing, right? So there's entirely new business cases or business models that are emerging. We as entrepreneur support organizations also need to evolve in how we think and look at the world to be able to support startups that are also on the forefront of these innovations. So part of getting together very frequently like we do on an annual basis is to help us reflect on what changes have happened in the context of the support that we need to offer these startups so that we are at the best of the game and therefore able to support them. Uh, But conversely as well, there are some things that are common problems, uh, definitely, that we've seen in each ecosystem we're in. What we're trying to say is that one member could have an idea that they picked out last year uh, or an idea that they've picked out last month, and we could have an idea that we've picked out as well. So how do we come together and compare notes, benchmark against each other's support, and then also ideate together on, oh, hey, I found this gap in my uh, support to the ecosystem. I found that you're doing this in an exciting way. How could I borrow a leaf from what you're doing? How could you borrow a leaf from what I'm doing? So part of what we're doing today is to try and reconcile ideas across the ecosystem to see how we can be stronger together. So that ultimately, from a Ugandan startup expanding into Kenya, into Tanzania, or whatever not, we have a friend we can call on to support you when you go into that market, and vice versa. A quick review of the other stories making get into the podcast. The S&P Global Egypt PMI was at 47% in May of 2022, compared with 46.9% a month earlier. This is the 18th straight month of drop in private sector activity, with the gauge for output continuing to post below the neutral of 50, while new orders fell the most since June of 2020. At the same time, employment shrunk for the seventh time in as many months, and backlogs of work dropped for the fourth month running. Delivery times worsened for the seventh straight month, as input buying continued to fall. On prices, input cost inflation accelerated to the highest print in six months on the impact of Ukraine war on commodity prices, as well as increased import costs due to supply shortages and a higher U.S. dollar value. Selling prices in the meantime rose at a faster rate, but the uptick was only modest. Finally, sentiment slipped to the second lowest on record after having reached an all-time low in March, due to concerns that inflationary pressures will limit 
business growth. The Central Bank of Mauritius decided to unanimously lift its repo rate by 25 basis points to 2.25% during its May 2022 meeting. It marks the second rate hike this year, bringing borrowing costs to the highest since March of 2020. Policymakers noted that inflation in Mauritius has continued to increase, largely driven by supply-side factors, including surging imported food and energy prices, lingering supply chain disturbances, and higher freight costs. The annual inflation rate hit a near 14-year high of 11% in April, and inflationary pressures are expected to persist through 2022. According, accordingly, the bank revised upward its inflation forecast to 8.6% for 2022, with the outlook remaining subject to evolving geopolitical situation and its impact on global commodity prices. Meanwhile, the economy continued to recover, spurred by sustained policy support and the lifting of travel restrictions. The growth projection for 2022 was maintained between 78%, although downside risks persist. Global food commodity prices fell in May for the second consecutive month. This is according to a report by the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations. The fall was led by declines in vegetable oil and dairy prices indices, while the sugar price index also fell to a lesser extent, according to details highlighted by the Food Price Index report. The index tracks the international prices for most commonly traded food commodities. The report said Fowl Vegetable Oil Price Index averaged 229.3 points in May, down 3.5% month-on-month, yet remaining markedly above its year-earlier level. It said the monthly decline mainly reflects lower prices across palm, sunflower, soy, and rapeseed oils. International palm oil prices weakened moderately in May. Now, according to the report, FO Dairy Price Index averaged 141.6 points in May, down 3.5% from April, marking the fast decline after eight consecutive monthly increases, but still 20.5 points higher than its level in May of last year. It says world prices of all milk products fell with milk products declining the most underpinned by low buying interests on market uncertainties stemming from the continued lockdown in China despite persistent global supply tightness. Now, the International Air Transport Association says the impact from the conflict in Ukraine on air travel has been limited. It further says effects of the COVID-19 Omicron variant continued to be largely confined to the Asian domestic markets. The latest IATA industry report shows total traffic in March as measured in revenue passenger kilometers was up 76% compared to March last year. Although that was lower than the 115.9% rise in February year-on-year demand, Volumes in March were the closest to 2019, pre-pandemic levels at 41% below. Domestic traffic was up 11.7% compared to a year ago, far below the 60.7% year-on-year improvement recorded in February. International revenue per passenger rose 285.3% compared to the period last year, exceeding the 259.2% gain experienced in February versus the year earlier period. Most regions boosted their performance compared to the prior month, led by carriers in Europe. African Airlines had a 91.8% rise in March compared to a year ago, improved compared to the 70.8% year-over-year increase recorded in February. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good morning, Africa. 
is a product of the K-Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me at Isadong. <laughs>